Praise the Lord, this is Brother Julius Adeomi again. I'm still continuing with the sermon or with the Gospel of John chapter 12. It's a long chapter and we are right now at verse 27 where the Lord Jesus Christ was telling the disciples, the, the disciples that came to him and talked about the Greeks wanted to see Jesus. The Gentiles are now seeking Jesus. And he, and he said that was a sign that Jesus Christ saw and said now the time is here for him to, to go and face the enemy and the enemy is that satan was going to crucify him of course but he's going to go into the other 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 world where satan's dominion and, and, and kingdom capitalist hell and defeat them there and bring the keys of hell and of death back and let captivity captive and then he's going to tell his apostles and disciples to keep preaching and when they keep preaching the enemy will come into the physical begin to persecute them that's what he meant by saying in verse 25 he that loved his life shall lose it and he that hated his life in this world shall keep it unto life. And they, all of them stood firm. Except Judas Iscariot that denied or uh, that betrayed him and went his own way. Now let me continue. Let me now go from verse 28. This is John chapter 12 we are reading now. Verse 28. Father, glorify thy name was the last thing the Lord Jesus Christ said after he told the apostles that if any man serve me, let him follow me. And where I am, there shall also my servant be. If any man serve me, him will my father honor. And then he said, Now is my soul troubled. What shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. But for this cause came I unto this hour. I came for this purpose to go and defeat Satan. That's why he came. I always give an analogy. I said, If a, if a band of hooligans were attacking a village, and the villagers are helpless and these hooligans are just massacring the villagers and stealing from them and then there comes a champion that wanted to save this village what will the champion do he has to go and face those hooligans also and he has to go and face them in their den wherever they have their headquarters that they have been coming to attack the villagers and that was what jesus christ came he came from heaven to come and deliver us human beings from the grip of satan from those hooligans. So he had to go to their den, which is hell. That's where they have their headquarters in the spirit. And now he's going to go there. He has to let them kill him just that they have been killing human beings and taking the souls of human beings to hell. Or paradise where the angels rescued them from them. So Jesus Christ allowed himself also to be killed. He said, I have the power to lay down my life and I have the power to take it again. And then when they killed him and they thought we got him. And they are trying to get his soul, he let them, he followed him. They are dragging him, like I was in the vision like that, where the Lord showed me that vision. I was almost on my bed and must have died. And these hell spirits were dragging me down here towards a gate. And I know that was the gate of hell. Because I did something that the Lord God spanked me for in, the, in that, before that day. So now the Lord delivered me from that gate of hell. He said, don't go inside there. And once he said that, the voice catapulted me out of the hand of those hell angels. 
That was uh, not so bad. That was what Jesus Christ did. He went with them and he went to their den and whipped Satan and all the satanic forces that are in hell. He defeated them. Whatever they have power, they know that they have God Almighty has visited them. And he let them captive. I mean, they are the ones that are captive, that are arresting people. Now he arrested them. And they all now bow. They all have to bow to him. Now he took the keys of hell and of death. He is now the authority. What he says goes. What he says goes both in hell, in the world, and in heaven. So that's why he says he's the Lord of the heaven and Lord of the earth, Lord of the underground there. So his name, we make them do what we command in his name. His name, when it's echoed there, he must do what we command because it is, he is the Lord of heaven and earth and Lord of the underground. So that was why he said, he said for this purpose, I came. He said, now is my soul troubled because he was going to the to the place of the underground, the underworld. So what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. I say, no. But for this cause came mine unto this hour. You know why he came? Father, glorify thy name. That's what he said. And then there came there a voice from heaven saying, I have both glorified it and we glorified it again. That is the voice of God echoed from the sky. And the people heard it. They thought, it thundered. Some people say it thundered. That's what he said. Verse 29, the people therefore that stood by and heard it said that it thundered. Others said, an angel spoke to him. I mean, a voice spoke from the sky. When he said, Father, glorify your name. A voice spoke from the sky. It looked like thunder to those people that heard it. Like a thundering voice. Somebody said, it's an angel that spoke. See? And he was telling them that that is not for him. It's for them to hear that God spoke to him from heaven. Because they have been saying, we know God spoke to Moses, but we don't know about this man. So he has prepared that the voice will speak like that, so those who are there will hear it. Because God told Moses in the days of Moses that, I will come down and speak to you so that they will know that you heard from me and they will believe you forever. And that was what these, uh, the Pharisees were saying, we know that God spoke to Moses from the mountain that was born in fire and a voice was coming. And they all were able to hear that voice. So I don't think the voice was thundering because this was just a thunder. That voice was using the voice of a single person. And they know it's coming from that fiery cloud. So that's why they say God spoke to him. That was what they say about Moses. But the Lord Jesus Christ allowed this voice also to come so that they can hear, not that he could hear it. They, the people that are around this gathering him, calling him Hosanna to the son of David. He wanted them to hear that the voice come from heaven. And they say, well, God spoke to him also too, also. But he is God manifesting the flesh. There is people there for And had he said, he thundered. Others said, an angel spake to him. And Jesus told them what is the purpose of the voice. Jesus answered and said, this voice came not because of me, but for your sakes. He said, now is the judgment of this world. Now shall the prince of this world be cast out. He was just telling you what I said. That he was going to, to cast out Satan where he was the, the, the leader of hell. And he was going there to fight them. And he was going to overcome them. And bring the keys of hell and of death. Which we know the Bible finally told us in the book of Revelation. Verse 12. Verse 32. And I, if I be lifted up from the earth, shall draw all men unto me. Now that's the... Sentence he said, I will draw all men to means not all man beings, not every person, but all men means all nations. I mean, it's like all the world, Gentile world, 
believers from everywhere will be coming to Jesus. That's what it means. Because people Jesus, all men does not mean that everyone will be saved. That every place in every nation, people will be coming to Christ. That's what it means, all men. From every nation, people will be coming to him. That's what it means. I will draw all men. You can say all nations. People from all nations unto himself. That's what he that's what it in trans, interpreted to me. And he said, if I believe terror, after his resurrection, after his crucifixion, he said, I, I believe terror. And he will draw all the people from all nations unto himself. That's what he meant. Verse 33. This is says signifying what death he should die. That is, he was telling that he was going to be crucified, lifted up from the ground. Verse 34. The people answered him, We have heard of the Lord, out of the Lord, that Christ abideth forever. And how seest thou the Son of Man must be lifted up? Who is this Son of Man? Now the Jews that were still surrounding him, hailing him as king, and they heard him say that he must be lifted up, they were wondering what, what does that mean? I thought you had to live forever. Which actually we know right now he lived here forever. But they were thinking, they were not sure, they were not knowing about the, 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 the crucifixion and the resurrection that was to take place in a few days. And he was telling them, if that took place, then he would draw men to himself. And they said, well, I thought we heard that Christ liveth forever. So who is this old man you are saying will be lifted up? And Jesus didn't address that. He just told them, verse 35. Then Jesus said unto them, Yet a little while is the light with you. He only have a few more days when Christ will be around. That's when the light is with you. Walk while ye have the light, but lest darkness come upon you. For he that walketh in darkness, knoweth not whither he goeth. While ye have light, believe in the light, that ye may be the children of light. So in short, he was telling you that in just for a few more days, the light, I mean, Christ will still be around. So if you don't believe in the light, that you can be children of light, you can be the children of Christ. But very soon, he will be gone. Gone means not just the crucifixion, when you resurrected, you're going out of here. That's only these apostles now will be preaching. Unless they are believing and following, the, join the apostles and be, and be part of the disciples. They don't believe, they won't be part of the disciples also. So that's what he was referring to when he said, While ye have light, believe in the light, that ye may be the children of light. Those that are believing and following the disciples and became Christians, they are the ones that become children of light. Among them that are listening to him and thinking, he must be the Christ, he must be the Messiah. But they are still doubting. Ah, are you sure? So he said, you, if you believe, you'll be children of light. If you don't believe, I only have a few more days when I'll be around here. Those who believe will be children of light. Those who don't believe in him, that is the Messiah, they will go back and join the Pharisees that crucified him. Now let's continue here. Verse 36 says, These things spake Jesus and departed and did hide himself from them. Verse 37. But though he had done so many miracles before them, yet they believed not in him. I mean, that's human nature. They just couldn't make up their mind that is this the Messiah, is this not? But study it, that the sayings of Isaiah the prophet might be fulfilled. Now this is Apostle John reporting this. That the sayings of Isaiah the prophet might be fulfilled, which he speak, Lord, who has believed our report? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? As I said, therefore they could not believe because that Isaiah said again, He has blinded their eyes and hardened their heart, 
that they should not see with their eyes, nor understand with their heart, and be converted, and I should heal them. And so, which means God is saying to us, He allowed the devil to blind the eyes of all those Jews in that generation. And He didn't, he didn't take the veil away from them, because unless the veil was removed from their eyes, they would not see that this is the Messiah. And if they have seen that he was the Messiah, they won't crucify him, and there will be no saving of the world. So that's why the Bible said, if the devil has known what was going on, he wouldn't have crucified the King of Glory. But the devil himself was this, this, confused. He didn't know that this is God manifesting the flesh. He thought just a prophet. I can kill him too. Just like I kill Elijah the prophet. I kill all those prophets. But he didn't know that this is the Messiah. He saw the great signs and wonders. He's the Son of God, but he thought killing him is just as good as killing all the other prophets too. But he made a mistake. Took him to where hell is and he, he defeated them there and came back. And nobody, human beings, have gone with the dead spirits and come back alive by themselves without any other prophet calling them out of the grave. But he came back by himself. So it's only God Almighty went there and came back by himself. That's why Jesus Christ said, I have the power to lay down my life and I have the power to take it again. No man take my life from me. Praise the Lord. Now let's continue here. Verse 39. Verse 40. He said, He has blinded their eyes and adding their heart that they should not see with their heart, with their eyes, nor understand with their heart, and be converted, and I should heal them. Verse 41. This thing said Isaiah when he saw his glory and spake of him. Nevertheless, among the chief rulers also, many believed on him. But because of the Pharisees, they did not confess him, lest they should be put out of the synagogue. For they loved the praise of men more than the praise of God. See, even many of the rulers, some of them believed secretly that this has to be the Messiah. But because of the remaining larger crowd of Pharisees that don't believe, and their loud mouth, they proof it away from the scriptures. That a prophet from Galilee is going to be so they couldn't prove so they just kept their mouth shut. You see, verse 44. But Jesus cried and said, He that believeth on me, believeth not on me, but on him that sent me. And he that seeth me, seeth him that sent me. See, well, he said, When you have seen me, you have seen the Father. Which he will tell your disciples again in chapter 14. Verse 46. I am come a light into the world that whosoever believeth on me should not abide in darkness. And if any man hear my words and believe not, I judge him not. For I came not to judge the world, but to save the world. He that rejected me and received not my words as one that judgeth him, the world that I have spoken, the same shall judge him in the last day. For I have not spoken of myself, but the Father which sent me, he gave me a commandment what I should say and what I should speak. And I know that his commandment is life everlasting. Whatsoever I speak, therefore, even as the Father said unto me, so I speak. The Lord, that was uh, our Apostle John reported that the Lord will say, well, if you don't, if you believe in me, or those that rejected in me, the, the word that I speak is what God will judge them in the last day. That's what he was saying. And I believe that the Lord is making you that listen to this to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ because this is the only way. 
And when you go to the next chapter, he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Praise the Lord. I will continue this in the next broadcast.